You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you doing? You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars with Honest Abe. Personally, I like the university. They gave us money and facilities. We didn't have to produce anything. You've never been out of college. You don't know what it's like out there. I've worked in the private sector. They expect results. Adam K., the brewmeister. I was just exercising. I taped 20-minute workout on my machine and played it back at high speed, so it only took 10 minutes. I got a great workout. And the lovely Lady M. That's the bedroom, but nothing ever happened in there. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Ahoy, ahoy. And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. So nothing goes on in the bedroom? Is that oh, that is so not true. 
<laughs> ask my Duncan. <laughs> I don't want to ask. He will be here in a few. He's he bringing the dog here. down. Oh, good. I hope on a leash. You know, there's new. Yeah, that's the new rule. New rules. The only reason he's bringing them, we're leaving for the weekend. So Adam, Adam K, we're going to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Families in town. We're just spending the night at a hotel down there. But uh, Adam K was so kind to say, I will take your dog for two days. Oh, you're not. I know. So I got to be really nice to him this show, so he doesn't like do anything to my dog. (laughs) Well, you know, I I had this weird dream the other day. I was like, man, I better make sure she gives me the number of the vet. Is there a vet you use? (laughs) Can you give me an emergency number? What's gonna happen? Nothing's gonna happen. Well, I. I have a well. Luckily, I already put the sanitizing acid sanitizing solution I keep in a large five-gallon bucket on top of my chest freezer, so it's out of the way, so we can't get into that. That was the one thing I thought. So I wanted to make sure he didn't start accidentally. Really? Thinking, oh, look, water. He started drinking it because it stays on the floor normally. Yeah, he's pretty good. Just yeah, the acetones at whatever. I, I think Adam's gonna have some male bonding this weekend. You know what? Oh no, no, Stu's we're going to the there. we're going to the dog park. Oh. Ladies love the dog. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Hilly, you might pick up a couple of ladies. I'm, that's, what, that's my entire goal. <laughs> I love Nothing it. else has worked for me, so now I'm going to use the dog. I, I, I really don't believe puppies will work for you even. I do. I have faith. I do. I, I, I could just see Adam like having this whole romance weekend with his puppy and, you know... Baking treats for him, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that I'm not he, he may for. not. He may not give him back. No, he'll give him back. I know uh, where Adam he lives and Adam. where he works. <laughs> it be the most intimate weekend for Adam for a long you time. You know what, Adam? I think that's a great idea. And from experience, I've watched Duncan be picked up at the dog park while I sit on the other bench across the field, mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah, we're going to the Adam's dog park. We're going to bond. Adam's getting but lucky. But Stu's going to Stu's going to be there to oversee everything, just in so case. So Stu could actually look at the dog eye to eye. Hi oh. They're both about the same height. Yeah. Um, heck of a game last week. You Everybody know, watch a game? I as I was unfortunately were you sober? rooting. I yeah, I was actually. Do you remember most of it? Yeah, I, I was sober. I had two beers. You watch a game? Oh yeah, I made uh, two racks of ribs, a giant thing of guacamole. Who are you rooting for? What? Well, me? Both of you. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm really kind of really didn't care about either team that won, but I was happy enough that interception there at the end won me first time ever one of those Super Bowl squares. So. Oh, you won the square because of that. Yeah, oh, well, it you saved got lucky. Me. I was rooting for the Seattle Seahawks, but you know. Nah, it was, it was either way. It was a great game. A little disappointed with the commercials this year. Though. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Are you kidding? Which it one was, was your favorite? so bad. There was what? Only, there was the only Nissan the, one with the race car so driver? That was so bad. I cried. I don't wow, want to cry. Wow, cried. Shocker. And then the, ta- the and then the tampon commercial with the I didn't like throat, that. like be like a girl. I, I thought that was a terrible campaign. Really? Yeah, that was just. I, I, I after it was, I thought it was going to be about like bullying or, or well, gender. Well, here's or a problem. A lot of those commercials now get aired on YouTube and on the news. So I saw that prior to the Super Bowl. I didn't. But for women empowerment, I just thought that was an awful, awful campaign. The, the only two commercials that impressed me out of the whole Super Bowl. Were the Skittles commercial? That was great. Which one was that? Yeah, I saw the Doritos commercial. I wasn't impressed with it. I, I, I saw the one that didn't make the Super Bowl. No, I saw the one where the where, where the ladies jogging by, but that one they didn't air on the Super Bowl. That was a great commercial, but it was too parochial. What about the oh the Doritos commercial? That's what he was just saying. Oh, that one was pretty funny. But yeah. but the soup the the um. The Skittles one, where everybody's in the town will sell it the old-fashioned yeah. way, and everybody's got one ripped on. That was funny. And another one, but I saw it prior to Super Bowl, which kind of took it away, was the um, Snickers commercial with the Brady Bunch redo. 
With machete, 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 and Steve Buscemi. That was actually a... What about the Fiat commercial that looked like it was going to be a Viagra commercial? That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. And then the pill bounced and bounced and bounced, and then all of a sudden into a Fiat and then blew the Fiat up. Yeah, that that was I was so confused when that was happening. I'm like, is this Viagra meets Fiat? (laughs) The Coke commercial was semi-moving. You know, with the Coke that spilled the electronics, all of a sudden everybody in the world started getting happy. Oh, come on. That was No, no. The best thing was the avocado commercial and the polar bear that wanted to get drafted by Mexico. Oh, the, the draft. That yes. was funny. The yes. avocado draft. Yes. That, that was, was hysterical. Funny. The polar bear made my night. That was funny, That actually. was fantastic. Anytime you get a polar bear and a sombrero, I'm in. But either way, it was actually one of the better Super Bowls I remember in a long time. The game was fantastic. Game At one point, crazy. I was even texting, man, I missed the Budweiser frogs. The frogs. Oh, uh, what? The puppy doesn't do it for you anymore? She, she has no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. You know but why? Oh, my God. That's like before your time. It was 1996. Listen, I've been drinking beer that's for before like... before her time. I've been drinking beer since I was like... Oh, 12. that's why she knows it. It's a beer <laughs> reference. My dad used to always... He was always take salt and sprinkle it over the foam of the beer and then let me taste it oh. when I was like little. This is a sort of childhood memory. Like, I would obviously wouldn't drink the whole beer, but I just remember watching football games with my dad. And he's like, oh, you can try it. Kind of explains a lot about your drinking habits today. <laughs> Um, anyways, Open an great, <laughs> it was a great game. I enjoyed it. Um, as always, uh, we have to talk about our wonderful products that are being given away by our great sponsor, Zycar. Cutters and lighters guaranteed for life, folks. That's right. Products guaranteed for life. And what are the fine folks at Zycar giving away to one of our lucky listeners today, Lady M? This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this Zycar sound... You are going to go home with a Zycar MTX multi-tool, as well as a 100-count uh, humidifier, little crystal humistore, and a 16-ounce prop, uh, propylene glycol solution over a $80 value of Zycar prizes. Very nice. And check out a picture of that package on our Facebook. Follow us at Kiss My Ash Radio and uh, stream the show live at KissMyAshRadio.com. Uh, great smoke. One of the America's great cigar event, two weeks away from today. I can't believe it's two weeks away. Yes. It's kind of scary. Um, literally one of the best cigar events you can go to in the country. You get more information on The Great Smoke at www.thegreatsmoke.com. And stay tuned because in the next segment, we're going to give away a lucky, tic- a lucky listener a ticket to The Great Smoke. So stick around and find out how you could win right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars, 
This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. This is a La Aurora issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican-Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here, broadcasting live from the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady M. Yes, sir. Speaking of which, any new brews in the batch? Um, well, the Marzan is still fermenting in my freezer right now. He's so serious when he gets into Can I try bar. these? Like, well, you well, I bought a bottle, he bought a bottle in like a, a month ago. Oh. Yeah, right. I've got actually, I've got one of each of the pale ales. Did you ales. like it, Abe? I've got the pale ales in the house right now. I love a pale ale. Honestly, it was good. I love a pale ale. Yeah, we've got uh, two pale ales on tap. One of them's almost gone. We're probably going to have to redo it. And then there's the second one we just tapped. Actually, the first keg just got tapped. And uh, so then the, the Save other Save some for Sunday when I come back to pick up the dog. We'll sit down and have a beer. Yeah, yeah, no. There's, uh, I've got two growlers in the fridge. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Oh, I can still hear it. Um... You know what, what? What he bought in wasn't bitter, and you know I, I usually have a beer that's like ice cold, and it was kind of room temperature by the time we were drinking it, pretty much closed. But mm-hmm. it was still good. I was actually a little surprised. Yeah, that was the seasonal saison we did. But yeah, the Marzon should be. Uh, I got to turn the fermenter up, and I'm going to dry hop one of the five gallons on uh, Monday, and then there's also a double IPA which we redid, which should be good in like another week and a half. Who's we? My buddy Jamie. Oh, cool. Who we brew with. <laughs> 
He's talking about this other person. They're, they're, they're all imaginary friends. <laughs> I still don't believe not. he has any friends. I didn't know if it was Stu or something. Yeah. I like, got into like, beer hopping That's not even a friend. That's technically a roommate. Stop it. Anyways. Um, Adam. If you're anywhere I in South Florida, kind of or even if you're up somewhere where it's cold this time Thank of you. year, here's a good chance and a good reason to get away and come down to sunny South Florida. We're going to give away a ticket to the Great Smoke. If you're a cigar lover or just anybody who likes to have a great time, this is the event you want to be at February 21st. If you'd like to win a ticket, give us a call at 877-960-9960 and beat me in a challenge of 10 trivia questions, mm-hmm. and we will give you a free ticket to the Great Smoke February 21st. So give us a call, 877-960-9960. All right, let's time to see what's in the box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. Take a look inside. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Cigar News for February 7th, 2014. New Viva Republica jailbreak places a Lancero inside a 6x58. In the, ga- in the age of gigantic ring gauges, it was only time before someone wondered what happens if you put a Lancero in the middle of a 7x70. I mean, I actually thought I was reading this wrong. I thought I, I thought. I was waiting for said. you to look at me and just say, I, what did you write? I, I, and I'm I, like, I, I no, was, this is the article, I swear. <laughs> I, I, I thought that's what that said, but then I, you read the rest of it, and I was like, wait, they literally... Yeah. They, 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 they turduckened a cigar? They, yeah, they turduckened a cigar. They turduckened a cigar. While it's not quite a 7x70, Viva Republica is going to let you find out. Jason Holly has finally announced Jailbreak, a 6x58 cigar, which begins life as a Le Petit Lancero that measures roughly 6x41. The cigar uses an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper, it is rolled and aged like a normal cigar, is then taken out of aging and placed in the center of a larger 6x58 cigar, which is finished. I'm trying to laugh while I read this. Is it like having a cream filling Which, inside of a cake or something? I, it's, 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 it's like a hostess treat. I don't yeah, know yeah, is. like something in the middle of something. So, you know, you know, oh, my. You know, this... Yeah. Just when you think you can't get yeah, creative enough. Yeah, I'm telling you. It, you know, um, in the end, it's ten different filler leaves, Holly claims in a press release. I decided to create this unique cigar in dedication to my stepfather who was recently retired as superintendent of Hostess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was <laughs> superintendent of the Dallas State Correctional Institution. I don't know which one's funnier. <laughs> Is it the Hostess or the Correctional Institution? Uh, we're not insinuating anything about prisons. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean either. Uh, the cigar is limited to 300 boxes of 20 with suggested pricing set at 12.50 per cigar. It expected to be shipping later this week. Viva Republica has, is rolled in the La Aurora's E. Leon Jimenez Tabacalera and distributed by U.S. and Miami Cigar Company. That could be one of the best I, segments I, I've seen in a long time. That's hilarious. Yes. I, I have so many questions. And I don't even know where to begin. New Orleans smoking ban, which I find immensely interesting since the upcoming industry trade show is going to be at New Orleans this year. In July. Isn't it, this insane? This is official. A first-ever smoking ban for New Orleans, one of the most legendary party cities in America, will go to effect this April. Four months before the IPCPR. Yep. After allowing city attorneys to examine the heavily debated smoking ban for the past week, Mayor Mitch Landrau signed the measure on Friday. The ban begins April 22nd, and the ban prohibits smoking in enclosed public spaces such as bars, casinos, hotel rooms, private clubs, correctional facilities, and school grounds. 
which I, I heard Harris was a huge, uh, fought, fought this hugely to try to keep this from happening. Because they got a big casino there in right. New Orleans, yeah. Smoking mm-hmm. inside cigar bars is still illegal. However, as long as the bar can prove it began operating before January 8th of this year. Additionally, a cigar must show that, uh, a cigar bar must show that 10% of the total gross income stems from on-site tobacco sales and humidor rentals. Also, cigarettes are not to be smoked on the premises, and a cigar bar can't knowingly permit entrance to people under the age of 21. Patios, balconies, and outdoor areas connected to either a bar, casino, or restaurant will also be exempt from the smoking ban. Smoking will still be permitted on the city's famous Bourbon Street, as well as convention centers during tobacco-related events, such as this summer's IPCPR show. But where this is going to be problematic, yeah, we have a caller on the line. You hear that? Yeah, you have to let Count know the guy. Not. No, hold on, we'll be right with you. Um, <laughs> great. So, anyways, but but it's it's really interesting because I'm not even, crazy, Matt. Even though even though the show is taking place in the convention center, a lot of the external festivities and stuff that goes on is off-site at right. restaurants and bars. And I mean, lunches, uh, so. the Ashton dinner always takes place at Emeralds, especially last time I was in New Orleans. It was actually at Emeralds restaurant there. Absolutely. So and there's all kinds of other great dinners and everything else, and where are you going to put those? I, I have no idea. And finally, FDA commissioner steps down in March. Dr. Margaret Hamburg, the commissioner of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for the past six years, announced today that she'll be stepping down. Well, it wasn't today. It was actually this week. Oh, my bad. Yeah, stepping down uh, from her post at the end of March. Hamburg's departure comes as a premium cigar and e-cigarette industry is only possible regulation by the agency. And it's unclear what if any effect her departure will have on those pending regulations. While no timetable has been set for the announcement, some close to the situation believe some close to the situation believe it would be a summer or at the alerts before an official ruling is made. Hamburg was nominated to position by President Obama in 2009 and uh, was behind among numerous health initiatives and overseen has been the potential regulation of premium cigars. Now does that mean he's going to elect the next person? Well, te- technically, this is what has to happen because I was actually doing an interview or listening to an article on this the other day on NPR that the uh, director of the FDA who has to be replaced here has to be approved by the Senate and by the House and has to be given up, you know, put into place by all the legislative branches of the government and as well, you know, put up by the current president. The current guy who they say is possibly the frontrunner is someone that she just hired to be in charge of food and tobacco. Um, so, ne- but is this a position that the legislation or the House or the Congress they have to they have to approve? So they could shut it down. They got a little control here. They have a, they have a little control. They have to approve the nominee, and that nominee has to be made by you know obviously the president. And a couple other. So being being now Republican controlled Congress, it could be a good opportunity for us. It could be a very good opportunity. There could be a lot of things that go on here. The other thing that might happen is it might just completely delay um, them putting a new director in for a while. Good. It might be six, eight months, and of course, if they don't have a new director, why are they going to pass some new crazy legislation on cigars? It's not like they don't have enough to do. Exactly. All right, folks. Let's well, worry about the drug world. <laughs> that's what's in the box for February seventh, two thousand fourteen. Right after the break, we're going to talk with Mark from Delray and see if he can beat me and win a ticket to this year's Great Smoke event. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. 
Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Coot Cigars presents Miro, a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious bittersweet combination with an easy draw. With a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Middle Cigars, presented by Coots. Available at tobacconist retailers nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116. Or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Back, folks. Honest Dave here with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I could go for a pint. Anybody else want a pint? Uh, Kelly, is Kelly in the house? Ha- oh, you want y- a pint? Yeah, I, I will have a beer. Let me just. This chai tea is a lot of sugar and very filling, <laughs> so I need to like give it like. She don't want to drink beer with her chai tea. No, it, it'll mess my stomach up. 
Because yes. if you had a milk, I'm not even allowed to really yeah, drink. Oh, did you drink dairy? While I did. I know. I just I had a craving you for tea. You know, dairy gives you like disgusting gas. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> really? We're so doomed. I'm glad you're sitting next Thank to Renati. Thank God this is not a closed studio. Thank yeah. God. Oh, my God. Somebody get a fan back there? Yeah, I, I was on a flight with her where she ate some cheese before. And I tell you what, the whole first this class camp, the oxygen mask dropped at one yeah, point during the flight. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Just openly ripping right on an airplane. Listen, first we were, class. We too. were drunk. We you were drunk. Read. We started drinking Bloody Marys like at 8, eight in the morning. In the By morning. 8.40, we were wasted. Before we even got to the layover in Atlanta. The, yeah, the, it was uh, terrible. Not the layover, but the, whatever you call it. All right, we're going to give away a ticket to America's great cigar event, The Great Smoke, this year. Bigger, badder, and better. Outrageous. Anybody who just wants to have the best day of uh, their life, or one of their best days of their lives, or a great time, or anybody who's definitely a cigar lover, check out www.thegreatsmoke. We have Mark from Delray. Mark, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, Hi. Morning, sir. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm uh, trying to get tickets for the Great Smoke. Well, maybe you could win one right now, Mark. Are you smoking a cigar this morning? Uh, after breakfast. After breakfast. All right. There we go. All right, Mark. Are you ready to test your wits? I'm ready. All right, here we right. go. So I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to write the answer He's down. He's going to write his answer down, and then, Mark, you just say it out loud. By, by the time you say it, Abel already has yeah, the answer Yeah, wait for Emily down. to ask you what your, what your answer is. So that way I've written it down already. Okay, Mark? Okay. Okay. And thanks to Trivia Cracked for these questions. James Hetfield is the singer of what band? Rolling Stones, oh, Nirvana, Metallica, or Radiohead? Uh, Rolling Stones, oh. Nirvana, Metallica, or Radiohead? I'm going to go with that one. I know it's one of the two. All right, Mark, what's your answer? I'm going with Metallica. All right, you both Good got answer. that right. It is Metallica. All right. Second question. Who was the Prime Minister of Britain in 1979? Winston Churchill, John Mayer, Margaret Thatcher, or Ronald Reagan? John, why are you mouthing things? Stop trying to I'm help. not looking at him, don't worry. Okay, good. I never look at John during the yeah. show. It's Mark, a good idea. what's your to, answer? It's an utterly disturbing look to no. look at John. Winston Churchill, John Mayer, Margaret Thatcher, or Ronald Reagan? Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Both got it right. Margaret Thatcher. There we go. All right. Third question. Which pitcher was the first to win the C.Y. Young? In Cy Young. Cy Young. C.Y. Young. I love that. C.Y. Young. C.Y. Catholics. Do a little research, but it's okay. Go ahead. Stop it. No, we love the you. The Cy Young in both leagues. All right. Jim Paler, Steve Carlton, Ferguson Jenkins, or Gaylord Perry? Who was the first to win the Cy Young in both leagues? This is Paler, yes. Carlton, Jenkins or Gaylord Perry? Go ahead, Mark. What was the first one? Jim Paler. Steve I'll go Carlton. with uh, Steve Carlton. Nope. Sorry, you're wrong. Abe got it right. It was Gaylord Perry. Wow. Dude, that was such a guess. <laughs> All right, fourth question. Which one is not a type of whale? A humpback? Sperm? Harbor or fin? Humpback, sperm, harbor, or fin? I, I need that 50-50 option on the <laughs> trivia Mark, track. Mark, what's your answer? Harbor. 
Oh, man, you got it wrong. It's a fin whale. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Fifth question. Who sketched the first ever parachute? Michelangelo, Hagrid, Leonardo da Vinci, or Picasso? Who, who sketched the first parachute? Michelangelo, Hagrid, da Vinci, or Picasso? I'll go with the second one. Hagrid? Sorry. Hagrid's from Harry Potter. That's what I thought. <laughs> Come on. It was Leonardo da Vinci. Abe got that right as well. All right. Next question. What's the name of Simba's father in Lion King? Scar, Mufasa, Zazu, or Maximo? This is where having four kids comes into play. <laughs> Simba's father in Lion King. Scar, Mufasa, Zazu, or Maximo? I'll go, go ahead, with Mark. Mufasa. All right, Mark, you got that. What's the score right now? It's five to three. Can't be five to three. You had six questions. Six to three. Sorry, Abe got six to three. So he gets the next. Oh, he can still win. He can still. All right, we'll we'll keep playing. He's still got a chance. All right. Why were the Summer Olympics games canceled in Helsinki in 1940? Economic problems, the Civil War, population was too low, or World War? Why were the Summer Olympic Games canceled in Helsinki? Mark? What year? 1940. World War. World War. All right. World War is correct. Mark and Abe got that both right. He can't win. He can't win. He can't win, Mark. He can't win. Sorry. Thank you, sir. Nice try. Thank you guys anyway. Mark, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Mark, do you have a KMA shirt or hat? Mark? He He's gone. Care. We'll call you guys information of Mark. Or Mark, give us a call back at 877-960-9960. We'll get you a consolation prize. And also, uh, general admission tickets are still available uh, at www.thegreatsmoke. Uh, after the break, we're going to have Eloy Hernandez of Southern Classic Cigars. Stick around and see what this new cigar company has got to offer for you. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. Led by Dr. Herman Fitchman, the staff at Maxim Men's Clinic is a men's health clinic in Boca Raton, Miami, West Palm Beach, and soon to be in Jupiter, with a team of professionals dedicated to the highest standards of service that you demand and deserve. Each member of the staff is highly trained, offering you clear, respectful communication and great advice every time you visit. Maxim Men's Clinic is run by men for men. They understand the sensitivity of issues such as ED or low T and provide a full range of options for treatments along with total privacy. 
If you sense that you just aren't quite the man you used to be and know you should be, start by taking the low-T quiz at MaximMensClinic.com. Send it in and take advantage of a free consultation. Or call Maxim at 561-459-3000. That's 561-459-3000. Maxim Men's Clinic is conveniently located in Miami, Boca Raton, West Palm, and soon to open in Jupiter. Visit MaximMensClinic.com or call 561-459-3000. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Wow. Talk about flashback. I know, I was about to say. You know Emily has no idea what song this is. I don't... I know you probably know the song, but you don't know who this is, do you? Even if I told you it was Deborah Harry, you would know who it is. You know, no, see, nine times, if you asked a hundred people, maybe 75% of them would know who that is. Deborah Harry. Well, her actual name. Yes. Yes. It's Blondie. Oh, there she goes singing. Be, yeah. be honest. Wait, you know, so you went and got yourself a cocktail? Sorry, you were Yeah, did he, you did he offer you a pint? Kelly, I'm sorry. You know, and you know what? I notice every Saturday morning she's got herself a little bagel, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I never get a text, would you like something from Dunkin' Donuts? Can I get you something? I'll, I'll have it's a very selfish. In a glass, yeah, sorry. First thing in the morning, yeah. I'm not really thinking about anybody else but myself. It's very selfish. And every other time. Don't day. you agree, Kelly? Is it a little selfish? No, but Kelly just went over somewhere to get and got a whole bunch of food. Yeah. She didn't ask anybody. She's very selfish. <laughs> Admit it a little bit. You were a little disappointed I went 7 for 7 on trivia, didn't you? You wanted to see me throw. I did not think you were going to get all of them just because we played a little trivia crack. Yes. And um, I was a really good guesser. Like, give I was that. a really good guesser. <laughs> no, it, it, there's a couple questions Abe would ask me the answer. I'm like, listen. He goes, is that a confident answer? And I'm like, no, that's a guess. And like, I'd get it right. And there's like three in a row I got right. a good guesser. And he was like, you were a pretty good guesser. I'm like, I know. But you were a little disappointed I went 7 for 7. I didn't think... You'd like to see me fail. Um, Admit it. Admit it. Listen, it's kind of fun to Admit see Admit all the competitiveness. Admit, you know, yeah, Emily sure. and I are very competitive. Yeah, for sure. Yes. It's okay. I like competition. All right. Every week, we like to invite a very special person to be on what I consider to be my favorite part of this show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, we have Eloy Hernandez from Southern Classic Cigars. Eloy, welcome, my friend. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. 
Thank you very much. I want first done everything. Say hello to everybody. I say thank you. Hi, all, mom. All of you for your hard work. I was last week, uh, two weeks ago in Nicaragua for the festival, and we were having dinner with a group of people, uh, cigar makers and people from the industry, and I commented that I, I, I'm going to be in the show, and I want to tell you in the name of all those people that they appreciate a lot, a lot the way the way that you were handling this program, helping us with uh, uh, talking about our hopes and our frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Eloy. So in the, name, in, in the name of everybody, I want to say uh, thank you uh, to you and to... St and your staff for Thank you. the Thank whole you hard work. Uh, mm -hmm. Have a show every Saturday for two hours talking about cigars and doing it the way that you're doing it. Uh, happy, nice, and fun is uh, something that everybody appreciates. I'm blushing. Thank you very much. Honestly, much appreciated. We put a lot of work into this, and Emily and Adam, a lot of their free time. So we do it because we love it. We really do. We enjoy being here. We love this industry. And uh, oh. amazing. Anything to keep this industry interesting and alive is always on our list, so definitely. Um, Eloy, tell us a little bit about yourself. While you're new to the cigar industry, you've been around it for a long time. Yeah, I have been uh, working for almost 13 years uh, with a company that I love, still working with them. Uh, people, very nice, family people, serious. And I learn, I learn from them uh, not too much about cigars, even when they are great cigar makers, but the way that they do business and the way that they approach uh, all these uh, Which family is that? It's a Patron family. So you've been working with Patron family I, for I 13 worked, yeah, years? Yeah, but I, I was working in the area of uh, image, pictures, and stuff like that. You're a photographer. photographer. Yeah, I'm a photographer. You've done a lot of the... And let me tell you something. Some of their photography work for their ads is some of the best I've ever seen. So well, thank you. That's your just, work. We were thank just looking much. at yes. the... Um, is it the Cigar Aficionado? Uh, the 50th anniversary? Probably, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, There's probably. There's this beautiful photo Most of, the pictures. Um, of the Padron family right here that Eloy took. But, uh, is that your photo? Uh, uh, probably, yes. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful uh, that photo. One was, I, I think that one was the 50th anniversary. That was at the party where they were all yeah, there, I, I think, think so. Yes. Yeah. So... What I learned from them uh, most on everything, and I want to mention her name, this, uh, their name uh, too much when I'm talking about sure, my cigars, sure. is the way to approach the business, uh, be uh, serious, be uh, responsible. Uh, it's a great family, and I love them. And, and well, I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong. They, they were kind of like your inspiration. They mentored you yes, know, you right. in this business. So, right, yeah. so you're doing photography with one of the most well-known and prestigious families in the cigar industry. What did it made you decide that, listen, I, I want to come out with a cigar? Well, you know, it's, um, I'm a very heavy smoker. I smoke like, since I was 16 years old. And uh, I want to do something by myself. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it, our company is a really small company. It's a family company. Uh, we have a really small uh, factory in Nicaragua, only four cigar makers. And I was trying to find out... You have uh, four pairs? Yes, yes. So that's yes. a roller and a buncher. Right. So you have eight people make, making cigars in the factory. Right. And my cousin, which is, a, which is a director of the factory, uh, um, Papito, is a, he's known as Papito, uh, Gomez Pacheco is his name. So I was looking for the closest, uh, the closest blend to the traditional Cuban pre-embargo cigars. I was, I'm Cuban, and I used to Were you smoke. born in Cuba or were you born here? I born in Cuba. You're, and w and what age did you leave Cuba? I leave Cuba in 1989. How old were you? 
I'm 55 years old. When you left Cuba? No, no, you're 55 <laughs> no, no, now. No, 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 I'm 55 years old. No, 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 no. I was going to say, I that seems Cuba a little off. I was going to say, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> For a guy uh, that's so, 79. Wait, yes. so how old were you when you left Cuba? I was uh, 30, 36 oh, years old. So you were an adult. Yeah. yeah. So wow. you, you really... Experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Experience. I used to smoke Cuban cigars. So I was looking for the closest. Wait, wait, uh, it, now, when you say I smoke Cuban cigars, were you smoking the Cuban brands that everybody knows today? Or they yes. have local brands for. No, 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 no. Cuban regular. So you were able to walk into a store and buy a Cuban cigar? Uh, not really. I used to find them. <laughs> it's not, they wouldn't sell them to the. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, but we, we, I'm, I'm from Pinar del Rio. Uh, my family's from San Juan and Martinez. It's a very close to, well, that's the, that's the make of the cigar. So I used to smoke, you know, regular so, Cuban cigars when I was a kid. Yeah, when you were a kid, through an adult. So right. you really grew up smoking Cuban cigars most right. of your adult life. Right. And uh, was I was trying to find out, out of the Cuban seed that grows in Nicaragua, the closest blend that, you know, reminds me the Cuban cigar. So that's our key and that's our goal, to get those cigars uh, Tasting like a regular Cuban cigar, so that's it. Now, do you? F- obviously, you grew up and, and you, you're exposed to these Cuban cigars. Do you feel that the Cuban cigars that they're making there today is the same quality of when you were growing up, say in Cuba? Not really. It's my personal opinion, and of course, a lot of people is going to say that. Sure, sure. Well, why? Why? But my opinion because is that that's not just your opinion. It's actually a popular opinion yeah, today. Yeah, a lot of people today think that you know the people who actually travel outside the U.S. and actually get access to real Cuban cigars, they they say quality is uh, control and consistency is an issue. Why do you think that's a problem? Well, the problem first, they have a gray soul gray soil to grow tobacco. What is happening in this uh, last year is that there are a lot of people that they used to work for the industry and they were successful and were people that know about it. Most of them left Cuba. They are living most of the time around the Nicaragua, uh, around Nicaragua, Westerly, working in the industry. So what happened is, a, is a, the quality, I think, is uh, hard because that's the part where the humans intervene in the process. So there is a lot of people that uh, know a lot about uh, cigars that they left Cuba and they are living now in Nicaragua. In the other side, everything is matter about flavors and taste. When when you used to smoke uh, Nicaraguan uh, tobacco, and this is what is going to happen. A lot of people are have been talking about the, what is going to happen in the future, in the near future, since uh, all those uh, changes are coming. And uh, as everybody know, um, cigars in Cuba is a big deal. It's a great part of the economy and everything. So probably they're going to be trying to uh, export their cigar into the United States. My opinion in this case is uh, it's going to be hard for them because most of the smoker in the United States, they are used to other... A different flavor profile. Flavors and stuff like that. So it's going to take a long time for them to introduce and be... I, I think at the beginning, everyone, everybody's going to try it. There's always going to be a rush in the yeah. beginning. Always. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Eloy Hernandez of Southern Classic Cigars, a very interesting fellow, born, raised in Cuba most of his adult, adult life, came to this country at the age, in his early 30s. And, and, you know, Eloy, tell us about your cigars, because, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you, you have four different lines. Right. Four different sizes, one size per line. And I'm smoking the Cubano, which is honestly my first time smoking this one. I've tried the Cooley and a couple other ones. Yes. This is a fantastic cigar. 
Uh, tell us about your four different blends. I would like to talk first about the meaning of each uh, blend and, well, and the names. As you know, as you know, first smokers were uh, Indians, uh, Indians from the Caribbean. We're talking about the Taino Indians. American Indians used to smoke in pipes. Yes. But the Caribbean Indians were the Taino Indians were the first smokers uh, cigars as we know, the buncher and the grabber. So uh, Taino Indians smoke for two reasons. First, for pleasure, and second one, and most important of all, was a religious purpose. So they have what they call it a rite of cohoba, which was a moment in the tribe that everybody get together and uh, connect with the ancestral and the dead. So it was a spiritual uh, event that occurred very often uh, called the rite of cohoba. So what I did when I started with all my thing, I started studying about the names connected with the right of Cohoba, and I found out, for example, Cohiba, which is the main brand from Cuba, means Cohoba. Cohoba means, in the dead language of Taino, tobacco. Oh. And then goes Bejique. Bejique, which is another main brand yes. from Cuba, A means the witch, the witch doctor. The witch doctor, which is Bejique, uh, I'm sorry, was the, the guy who detected the right of Cohoba. And then I found out that in the Rite of Cohoba, the Bejique used to sit in a special uh, sacred uh, wooden carved uh, seat or throne that calls Dujo. And this is our fair brand, Dujo, which is the seat where the Bejique sat to direct only the Rite of Cohoba. So there's a lot of meanings to this. Yeah, no, I just want to go back. Now, if we're getting what you're saying exactly right, what you're saying is Cohiba Bejique actually translate to tobacco of the witch doctor. Right. And then... And there you go, folks. The more you know. Yes. Holy crap. Never knew that. You learn something new every day. Another very interesting thing. That seed, special seed carver, had four legs. This, those legs were like a, like a animal legs, right? And in between the two front legs, there was a big head. That head has a golden eyes, golden ear, and golden mouth. So at the time that the Bejique getting trance, inhaling tobacco and smelling other kind of dust made out of the different uh, seeds and stuff like that. He get high, well, I'm saying, in trance, and he connect to the, to the underworld. So that head's supposed to go inside the underworld, which is Coabe, which is the paradise, and the vehicle that he used to connect to the underworld was the Dujo and the Coabe, which is our second brand. Wow, you really spend probably much time researching these yeah, things. Yeah, especially in dead languages. I mean, wow. right? It's very hard because, as you know, there is no Taino, Taino Indians living anymore. You know, they, they, wow. were, they were just exterminated. So what we have is a series of dictionaries that keep some words uh, available, and, uh, and and there is a lot of uh, written things about the right of Cohoba. The third brand, which is Cucubano, the one that you were smoking, Cucubano is very interesting. Cucubano was a a, a, a beetle. It's like a firefly. Yes. The scientific name is uh, Pyrophorus phosphorus. Pyrophorus because fire, phosphorus because uh, forest or right. Sure. So this is a, a beetle that is a, in extinction. You're still finding them in some places in Puerto Rico, uh, some places in Cuba. Mm -hmm. And what they use this only for the right of Cohoba, ladies used to put these uh, beetles in the air so they can light up and be beautiful. And males used to squeeze them and paint their bodies with this biophosphorescence, yeah, like right to glow under the moonshine. Under wow. the moonshine, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> and uh, because mostly the rite of Cohoba was conducted in time, in in nighttime. 
So the third brand, which is Quay, Quay means secret object. It's a main, it's a, it's the biggest tobacco that we do. It's a 58 by six and a half, and Quay means sacred object in Taino Indian word, and it's uh, represented by a stone, the three stone, uh, three, uh, it's a, like a triangle. That one was carved on uh, on uh, on a stone, and he got three. It's a triangle. So he got one looking up where the creator exists, the other one looking like on the side where the living people live, and the other one looking down where you go when you die, when you get buried. And in between both both uh, the sky and the other one, you can see the same face as Koa Bay, which is Koa Bay, which is the paradise. Sure. And this is our four uh, brands. Wow. wow. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I obviously you just told us the story behind all the brands and the naming and everything. I haven't had a chance to look at the packaging. Do you have a system of um, designs that you kind of followed well, as far as the, the bands and the boxes and stuff go? Well, or? yes, they are all connected. The Dujo band has the same uh, uh, paintings and, and, and that, Art. that, yeah, right, that the, that the Dujo has. So, so they, everything is connected. And we were looking for the tradition. Mm-hmm. And looking for the traditional Cuban blends, I thought that was a great idea to find the right name for every brand. Well, so it definitely is interesting. And if you're just joining us, uh, we're with Eloy Hernandez, excuse me, of Southern Classic Cigars, uh, who just gave us a great outline of the different lines that he has developed. And uh, right after the break, we're going to talk more about the individual blends and the cigar profiles right after this. It's no secret, there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. Smoke-In Property Transfer Services and Russian Standard Vodka proudly presents the ninth annual Great Smoke, bigger, better, and better than ever. At its new venue, the American German Club in Lake Worth on February 21st, this year will be the biggest event ever with 45 different cigar brands and almost every manufacturer in the cigar industry. Your ticket price includes a commemorative duffel bag, 45 top-notch premium cigars, all-you-can-eat food stations, and samplings of your favorite wines, spirits, and beer. This is a must-experience for any Cigar Lover. Immediately after the event, a private concert by Super 70s rock group Tony Stevens Slow Ride. The original fog hat. But we're still not finished. The party continues with a free after party at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Shell service from event ground is available all night long. For more information on this epic event and to purchase your tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com or call 888-SMOKES-1. Order your tickets today. Limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. 
Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Christoph Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christoph allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christoph Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full-bodied, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Oh, all my favorite shows uh, for the rejoiners this week. So, do you want to go see the movie when it first comes out in June? Yeah, I think we should all go see it. Oh, they yeah. They get a uh, smoke screen. Ooh. I actually get invited this time? Yes. What movie? Uh, see, that's why you're coming, because she actually has Entourage. that question. Yes. The Adam gets to come? Yes. I thought you said you were my friend. I, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'd be nice kidding. to him. He's got your dog always. I'm always nice to Adam. She's always nice uh, to you. I have should we verify that comment or? Okay, I'm nine, not, not going to bring up a story. Nine no, 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 hold on. Adam has a story. You tell us the story. Well, the other day we were doing some great smoke ticket in. I ticketing. wasn't not nice to you. Well, I just no, no, no. disagreed you didn't, with you. You I disagreed with me and thought I was wrong. Let the man speak. Go ahead. <clears> Go ahead. So there was, seen, there was a little thing, a snafu, which she's like, I have all these tickets left and this form here doesn't match up, but I don't, I have all these numbers left and. This doesn't work. She's like, are you sure you counted them right? I'm like, yes, I count every single batch of tickets multiple times because every single ticket goes through my hands before it goes anywhere else. That way we have control over all kinds of tickets at any given time. And that's the way you like it. So she's like, are you sure this works? So I took, the, I took one form and I took the other form. I was like, well, this is the problem. This is the VIP companion form. And you filled in the general companion, companion information here on this form. And she didn't believe me that I had done it correctly until I... 
prove Well, that. until he proved my point. So then, then when I switched the, the names over, I had exactly the amount of VIPs left, and I had the exact form and the worst filled part out, is, which was fine. I go, you know what? You were right. I apologize. But it took her a while until she realized. She, she was very adamant that, obviously, this was not her fault. It was <laughs> definitely my fault, and I did something wrong. Because so. it's very rare that I'm wrong, so. Oh! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's, let's get back to our movie maker segment because that could take a whole show if we start listening to that stuff. <laughs> we could be here a while. All right. All right. So we oh, I, I want to. We, we were talking about the, the background and the names and everything. We're and speaking with Eloy uh, Hernandez. Absolutely. Class, Southern, Southern, Southern Classic class. Cigars yes. about the Cucubano, the Dujo. I'm smoking the Cucubano. Which one are you smoking? I've got the Cube. And you gave us all the background on all the names and the lost Indian languages that you've come back to and come back through for all of this and gave an amazing amount of information on all this history and historical data you've done. Now, is there any significance to which cigars you named and the sizes or the, that blends. You've, and, or the blends that you've put out? First of all, um, the guy who runs my factory is my cousin. His mm-hmm. name is uh, Gomez Pacheco, mm-hmm. uh, well-known in the industry as Papito. Papito was... Uh, Papito started in the industry when he was 18 years old. I like that, Papito. Papito, yeah, everybody knows him, Papito. Actually, the factory's name is Papito Cigars. There you go. <laughs> Very Cuban. <laughs> so Papito was a, was a cigar maker. He started when uh, he was uh, 18 years old, and he started working with a legend of the Cuban industry, uh, Robaina, uh, Alejandro Robaina. Sure. So he, he was uh, making cigar with him for almost uh, 15, 16 years. And after that, he left Cuba and round. Now he's living in in, in Esteli. So we were working like for a couple of years in the blends, and he was working for another company. So we opened our own uh, small cigar factory. He's uh, working over there with his wife. So we're talking about it's a family, it's a family business. Uh, and as I told you, we have uh, eight people working. So four uh, pairs. Uh, they are all married each other. So. The male, the, the husband, do the. They're really married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's and, you know, pretty it's cool. A, it's a very funny thing. They are sitting one, one in front of each other. So the male do the buncher and the the wife. That could be problematic. Let that was my, that was my I mean, next question. You know, I need to get a big fight with my wife and then have to work for her next to her for eight hours. Don't don't laugh, but we call Your it. Your bunching is terrible. Yes. <laughs> Don't laugh, but we call it, this is our first uh, control quality line. Quality control. <laughs> first line of quality because control. But what if what if they go away for a family vacation or something? Now you're uh, out the whole set. Uh, no vacation for now. which is No vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, so that's the way it is. Uh, we are very careful the way we, we are not growers. So we just buy the tobacco from the same farms. I don't want to talk about the too much about the blend. I can talk about the wrapper. The wrapper is uh, Habanos from... Halapa. So we do we do we buy the raw tobacco and we do the the cure process in the factory. That's very important. So Papito take care of the whole curing process of the of the uh, filler uh, and and bind and band the, and the binders and the and the wrap. So uh, we decide to make just one size uh, of each uh, blend to keep the consistency. So what we do the cigar is made out of the uh, 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 Nicaraguan uh, tobacco, 100%. The blend is 100% Nicaraguan, and uh, it's made out uh, the, the Cuban old-fashioned way. So we don't wet, we don't put water on it. It's just, it's just dry tobacco. The, every tobacco is made out of entire leaf, entubado, uh, classic, 
with the three with the three uh, layers on the cup, and uh, and and every time that uh, the buncher finish, he use every buncher has a scale, so they weight the the you know, each the, cigar. Oh yes, each one cigar by, individually, one by one. Because normally that's done in bundles, correct? No. I mean, traditionally in other factories. Well, yeah. What happened is uh, when you when you go that path, then you are not going to be making what regular a cigar maker makes in, in Nicaragua, which is around 500 cigars a day. We're going 200, 250. But we are trying to make a real boutique cigar. And 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 don't get me wrong. I know that is a lot of people ordering a small amount of cigars uh, to a big company, and they call it boutique. Right. I respect with that. But I think, in my humble opinion, that a real boutique cigar has to be, has to be made in a small factory with all this uh, quality control so you can have something different and unique. Well, Eloy, I have to be honest with you because I, I wear different hats in what I do. And, you know, you've experienced my retailer hat coming to sell me cigars because typically I'll tell somebody, you know, what do you think? I, I don't care what I think. That's what <laughs> because, I Because, I mean, you know, you know, I make a living by selling cigars. Right. So, you know, what I think is not what generates money for me. I see the, you know, the, 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 the humidors aren't a museum. It's what the people think, you know. Right. Right. But, you know, this is now my radio, you know, hat which I would tell people, and, I, and I'm honest, I'm honest whether you advertise on our show, don't advertise on our show, I tell it the way it is, and sometimes even if I don't like a cigar, it doesn't mean the cigar is bad, just not my right. flavor profile. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm very, very impressed with this one I'm smoking here, and it's honestly the first time I'm smoking this particular line of yours, and I, I, I'm finding it very, very good and enjoyable, and the construction and the burn has just been immaculate it throughout looks perfect. the whole way. I mean, <laughs> it really does look perfect. I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly, genuinely uh, impressed. Very, very good story. Thank you very much. And coming from you, I appreciate that. Yeah, because I would tell you if it wasn't, believe yeah, me. Yeah, he will. I, 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 would, kind of, I, I would kind of enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know you, Abe. I know yeah, exactly where you so. go. You just don't. All right. Very well done. So let me ask you a question. How, how many how many accounts do you currently have in the country that are selling your brands? Well, let me tell you what happened. We are going, uh, we are making so so small amount of cigar that we are not opening new accounts right now. We have a we have a, a some accounts in New Jersey, a couple of them. We have a, something in Washington D.C. with like a three. three I believe you have some in Chicago. Uh, we are opening probably something in Chicago. Yes. And the rest are in here in Florida. Not many. We are total of uh, around 18, 18 stores. That is really boutique. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And so far, since we well, we only have four smoke, uh, four cigar makers. So we're making yeah. 250 cigars. You get the number. It's going to be 30, 35, 40,000 yeah. cigars a year. That's that's the lot. only thing that we do. And a lot. So, yeah, so far we're doing great. And we just ask people just come... Uh, right now, they are uh, selling on smoking uh, in, the, in this area, so we just ask people just come and give it a try. And what do they retail for, pretty much? Well, they are very affordable. The one that you're smoking, which is Cucuano, is around eight dollars. Sometimes you don't remember that because of taxes. Well, without without the taxes, without the OD. Yeah, well, well, what's the, retail? The, the suggested uh, retail is uh, eight dollars for the Cucuano, which is uh, fifty-two by five and a half. The Coabe is a uh, is a ten-dollar cigar. Which is a uh, 54 by by five and a half, and uh, the Dujo is uh, 11 dollars a cigar. They come in, by the way, they come in uh, boxes of 10 only, and the Kuwait is a 12 dollar cigar. So they are between eight and 12 dollars, and and that's the the price range. Eloy, I got a question for you. Yes. You personally, what do you think makes a great cigar? 
that's so different because... Well, that's why she asked what you think. Everybody sure has a different view. But well, what do you think makes... For me, let me tell you, like everybody, there is a few things that are very important. I like to try a cigar out of the box and continue having the same flavor and strength. And consi- for, for me, consistency is very important. What and that's not- something that your mentors specialize in, probably most well-known for. Right. The people that you spent most of your time in this industry are mostly known for right. being the most consistent, consistent people because I've ever met. I'm that, that kind of guy that don't like surprises in this uh, area yeah, of sure. life. And the, in the bedroom thing, surprises are all right. Yeah. Cigars are the ones that you I don't know. It depends on what you're talking about. A surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing important for me is some people say that they like to have a different flavors coming when they are smoking. And I like the I like something that when you start you keep the same flavor profile until the you end. I like full medium medium full body. I'm heavy smoker, so it's very light. So you know, I, I like to, to to have a nice cigar and, and a full body cigar. So they are all of them are medium full bodies. Excellent. Well, Eloy, if, if, if there are any of our listeners out there want to learn more about your cigars, where's where's the website they can go to? Yeah, they can go to any of the name dujocigars.com, kuaycigar.com, coabaycigar.com. Or Cucubano Cigar.com. And they will find over there some uh, information. There is, a, there is a video about the little factory that's very interesting too, and uh, information about all the brands and the, and the meaning of the brands. So any one of the cigar brands and, 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 and the website, have, do they have each, each their own individual website? Or yes, they, all they have individual website, but it's, I think it's pretty much the same. They just changed the, the, the order. But it's, uh, it's more or less the same thing. And we are in, on Facebook, too. So we are invite everybody who wants to go to Facebook. We got Southern two. Classic Cigars? Southern Classic Cigar. All uh, goes by the name of the brands, too. So sure. we have another one. So Is this, uh, are you going to the trade show this year? Uh, no, because remember, we are not, not looking. Not ready. We are not looking for, not for ready. new accounts. Right. Now, so I'm going to be in the show. Is, is that a point? I mean, you're going to be in the show, obviously, personally, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that something that you hope to get to? Do you want to get to the point where you're going to take a booth at the trade show? Or, I mean, how, well, how long do you want to keep it this boutique? Because, I mean, you're at 40,000 cigars a year. You could go up to 200,000 $200, cigars a year and kind of still be boutique. Mm-hmm. As far as we can keep uh, the cigar the same way that we have right now. We have, uh, we were talking about start training probably another couple of people, but so far we are going to continue with this small amount of cigars. It's, it's our key. I'm just curious, is that couple going to be married as well? Is that the standard now? Oh yeah, now? that's a condition. I like that. That's very important. Now First are you going to start like being like, hey, you and you look like you belong yeah. together. <laughs> Let's make a match here. <laughs> Well, Eloy, I know a good guy. He'll get you married in no time. Yeah. Eloy Hernandez, Southern Classic Cigars. We wish you all the best. Check them out. Their cigars are phenomenal. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Much Amen. appreciated. Up ahead, uh, we're going to have uh, some opposing views, courtesy of Iconic and Recluse Cigars, and Kevin Gale, Editor-in-Chief of South Florida Business and Wealth Magazine, right after this. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. 
in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Steve here with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. You better turn her mic on before she puts her headset. You know, you know. Uh, we got uh, 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 Duncan yeah, and Kingston are in the house. Woo! Yes, we, we actually had a, a dummy dialer that was put together for our listeners uh, this week. We, we played a practical joke. A on terrible, <laughs> Duncan, a mean prank on but, Duncan. You know, unfortunately, Duncan know, knew my voice, though I did I did disguise it pretty good when I called as the lawyer, didn't I? I did good, but uh, we had John Brand, our producer, kind of instigate the call from property management, and 
he was just so lame. We decided not to use the clip. He was so. We're gonna use it. We gotta have to like just like make it better. You know what? We just put it on Facebook. You know, just, yeah, just, John to just it. destroyed the worthiness of their time. So basically, okay. once again, John failed. Oh God! We're telling him, dude, be mean. Um, you know, yeah. Your dog uh, defecated. Yeah, on our oh, it was so <laughs> lame. I mean, it was just so uninteresting. He took a very good dummy dialer and like just basically made it worthless. But I gotta hand it to you know Duncan, you know, facing eviction. <laughs> And the, and the best is we had it all set to record it because we knew he'd call Emily right after the call. And Emily fakes crying. You did a great job. Oh, Emily. he said, were you really crying? Oh. I go, no, I was fake. He goes, you did. You should be an actress. You did a great job crying. We're going to get evicted. You know what? You know oh, what, was, Duncan? Did you hear it? It was hilarious. I didn't hear it. You know, Emily was hilarious. You know actually. what Duncan was most upset about? It was because when he told me we were getting evicted, I was like, get the dog out of the house. I don't want no, to see it. No, she says, kill the dog. No, like, no. I did not say. You, we have it on tape. Listen. To all the animal lovers out there, I would never say that. It was complete acting. Me and John looked at each other, and then she realized, she goes, no, no, I don't mean kill the dog. I mean just get rid of the dog. (laughs) It's like, what? I didn't say that. What's the matter with you? We have it on tape. Duncan, did I say that? For those of you dog. not paying attention, that was an expletive in there. I did not say kill the dog. I, 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 I would. I'm, I'm so argue Duncan, that. Duncan's like, I was so upset. I'm like, who is this woman I'm talking to? How could you ever talk about our dog that way? Wait, and then the boot, she goes, wait, wait. <laughs> she, she goes, did you admit to him we had a dog? And he's like. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like, where you go, Duncan? Why did you admit to it? <laughs> so then as I call back at the law, as I call, I call back as a lawyer that's going to start the eviction process, he's like, what does he call it? It's an emotional dog. Emotional it's, support it, dog. Yeah, it's an emotional support dog. It's a service I'm like, dog. Do you, do you have the paperwork for that? Can you drop it off at our offices? <laughs> our offices are here in Palm Beach Gardens. <laughs> but Duncan, it was cool. I was like, listen, we're just going to get a lawyer, babe. Don't worry about it. Get a lawyer. What are we going to go? Oh, it was pretty funny, actually. It's, 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 the problem is the beef of the beginning of the joke is all John. I know. So and we got to like just talk it, it up it's like and then. paste. That's the best description I can give of John. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations to Mark Williams. Uh, where's Mark from again? Sefer Hills, Florida. Florida. Mark, congratulations. You are our Zycar winner. And you will uh, get that wonderful Mark package. Mark Williams. Good courtesy job. Courtesy of Zycar. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll get that package and enjoy it very soon. Um, we got opposing views coming up about Kind Cigar. Emily had one ready, but we saw a commercial. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Let's we saw do a commercial it. that, while we're sitting here in the lounge, it came up across the screen, and it reminded me of what I saw in the Super Bowl. Because they aired it a hundred times during the Super Bowl. It was so bad. Which has to be, in my opinion, one of the stupidest concepts for a TV show, this thing slap. The slap. The slap. What is the slap about? I, it's so dumb. They're doing a whole season about a guy who slaps a kid. And what happens when the guy stops the kid? I don't know. It breaks the family apart. They start suing each other, and they start trying to take him to court. Like, he has to slap the kid multiple times. I mean, I can't imagine one slap is going to... It's the slap, followed by next year's season, the whack. You know, I mean, I I just don't get it. Where does the show end? (laughs) But but really, is is that... I mean, look, I mean, they show the kid swinging a bat dangerously, almost hitting other kids. An adult there tells him, stop, don't do it. The kid says something nasty to the guy and kicks him in the shin. And the kid guy slaps him. It's okay. You know. <laughs> How old is the kid? Eight. Eight? Eight to ten-ish maybe Six? in the show. I might have flicked him. I think maybe a slap would be a little harsh. But it, I just do a little flick. <laughs> I mean, it was an open-handed slap. I mean, look. He probably, it he, wasn't he, he his kid, obviously. He doesn't look like he weighing back and got a full, you know. No. But I mean, I mean, is, is, I mean, I don't know. 
if somebody slaps my kid, it depends who it is, but it's a family function, so it's somebody you know, and if my kid warrants it, I mean, you know, I, I got slapped around growing up all my life. I'm not one of those things that, you know, kids shouldn't get slapped or spanked. I'm not, I'm not from that school. But, you know, is, is it really a, so, is it that much of a social issue, more or less to do a whole season of a television yeah, show Yeah, maybe like a movie. I, 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 I tell you like what, this, seems, movie this might seems be like a failed lifetime show, yeah. is what it really is. It does. Like, how did they not just take this to Lifetime first? How is is NBC that desperate for content that they're putting this on? And yes, the answer is probably yes. Yes, probably. A- as in they're doing the new Thursday night, which is no longer comedy-based. It's all serious dramas now. Is it Drama Thursdays? It's all Drama it? Thursdays now. What happened to the classic days of NBC comedies on Thursdays? Yeah, you know, those of days Friends, are, of Seinfeld. Those days are Frasier. long gone. So, yeah, listen, if you got a view on, on well, I, I, you know... The slap, first off, I don't, I don't know if it's more of a problem of is it that big of an issue or is this TV show just the worst concept ever. But Are people running out of ideas? Yeah, give us a call at 877-960-9960 and we'll get you a five-pack of uh, iconic recluse cigars, cigars courtesy yes. of uh, iconic cigars. We'd like to know what your opposing view is on that. And uh, up ahead in our next segment, we got Kevin Gilman. Kevin, just curious, you know, what, what, what's your take on that? Uh, I agree. I think they're getting desperate. You know, if, if we're in South Florida, we should just do a show called Getting Whacked. You know, there's plenty of uh, people getting whacked down here, and we could, you know, go from slap to just yeah, that's killing the sequel. People. That's next season, Getting yeah. Whacked. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, look, I mean and it's, it's sad that we got to think this way because, like, my wife disciplines our kids. I, 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 my wife is a great mother. We got three well-mannered, well-disciplined kids. But like, when she's out in public, she thinks about this. You know, when they misbehave in a store or whatever. you got to think. Yeah. And you know what her thing is? She, she Now they know. Do you want to go to the bathroom? Because that's what she'll reprimand them. Because she's right. scared to do it in because public. You ha- because she's scared they, to reprimand they, the kids in public view. Right. So the kids know. That's like the threat now. Should we go to the bathroom? Oh, no, Mommy, I'm good. I mean, they, they get it. But how silly is that, you know, that you have to worry about disciplining your kids in public? Man, you know? the belt was my best friend. I see my mom reach for the belt. I'm like, oh, God. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and then the belt would come out. You know, you snap it together and it's like... Now when the belt comes out, you get excited. <laughs> Completely different reflex now, right? I just saw the reach for the belt and I knew you better tighten up, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but give us a call. 877-960-9960. Don't, we don't need comments on Emily's oh, belt boy. finish. But uh, let us know how you feel about that. Up ahead in the next segment, we got the editor-in-chief, South Florida Business and Wealth, Kevin Gale, going to let us know what's going on in South Florida and his magazine right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. 
For more information on how property transfer services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail. For the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearmint Rhino. The premier upscale gentleman's club. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Tabacalera Zapata, a great mild to medium smoke with a creamy profile. This cigar, named after the company's founder, uses a rare Honduran Connecticut Oscuro wrapper draped atop a choice blend of Nicaraguan, San Andres, and Honduran long filler tobaccos. With hints of cream, molasses, earth, and tobacco mingle within cool billows of smoke. Tabacalera Zapata excludes a wonderful mild to medium-bodied profile, pairing like a charm with the mellow nature of the wrapper and its rich, dense core. Making this cigar an everyday smoke. Tabacalera Zapata, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live from the main Scar Lounge at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Before the break, we were talking about opposing views, courtesy of Iconic and Recluse Cigars. We were talking about the new lame show that I guess is coming up called The Slap. We'll not be watching any of that. No, not at all. And, uh, we it have will a call. not be must-see TV. That will not be must-see TV. I agree. We have a caller, Jeanette Wow from West Palm Beach. Jeanette, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, how are you? How are you, darling? We miss you in the audience today. I know. I was sick, so I didn't want to bring it in and give it to everybody. 
Yes, oh, it's Jeanette. going around. It's going around. So tell me, Jeanette, what do you what do you think about <clears throat> the show and you know slapping a child in public? Well, first of all, child shouldn't be slapped in public. Second of all, the show is a ridiculous show. I see why they're doing it because of all of the continuous issues with slapping a child and not. But I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a spanked child. Do I believe children need spankings? Of course, but not in public. Why? What, what, what do you feel the... I mean, look, when I, I go to a store sometimes and I see parents let their child just act stupid, lying on the floor, on their stomach, yelling, screaming, tenter, you know, temper tantrums. I mean, where, why is making a public reprimand different than a p- private reprimand? Oh, no, I'm not saying not make a public reprimand because, like, when my kids were small and they would throw temper tantrums, I would pick them up. I would walk out of the store, take them into the truck. I'd do all my scolding <laughs> there. I don't scold in public. Do you, do you not you scold know, in because public because you feel it's inappropriate, or are you afraid of somebody making an issue out of something that really is private, a private matter? Well, with the way people are nowadays, people are nosy. And they will put. They won't even know what the issue is. They'll just see you smack your kid on the bottom, and automatically, the first thing they think is, "Oh my God, that's child abuse." So yeah. I well, figure if I take it into private. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other scary thing is that you do it in front of one wrong person, and then they they make they go to the extreme and call the cops on you because they feel that you know what you did was wrong and, and all it takes is just the wrong person watching at the wrong time to make it turn into a whole fiasco when yeah. really it doesn't need to be i was raised different i went to a, a, a private catholic high school where they hit us i mean our dean oh, yeah. the, the students hit us and let me tell you something if somebody hit me my dad would whip me just for getting whooped by somebody else you know for basically mm-hmm. you know embarrassing him that i had to get whooped by you know you know somebody or even when i was a child if my uncle had to punish me, I'd get a second punishment mm-hmm. for embarrassing him for getting punished. So yeah. I just grew up in a different era, a different background. So I agree. But Jeanette, thank you for giving us a call. We're going to get you a five-pack of uh, recluse cigars and uh, enjoy them and feel better soon. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Give, Bye, our, give our regards to the family. We will. Thank you. All right. Uh, joining us now, uh, sitting, <laughs> joining us now, sitting here in the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, uh, Kevin Gill, editor in chief of South Florida Business and Business Wealth. Um, uh, Kevin, welcome. Thank you for joining us at Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks so much, and uh, you know y- your uh, listeners got to stop by for one of these cappuccinos you just gave me here. They're phenomenal. They're stellar. I pride myself on yes, them. Yes, indeed. Went through about eight machines to get that. I do. I do pride myself. One of my lifetime achievements. The cappuccino. Um, that ought Kevin, to be in that ad you're doing for aficionado. Right. <laughs> Kevin, inaugural year of your yeah. magazine. How's it been going? It's been going great. Uh, we just uh, finished six issues, so um, we're solidly profitable. And, That's uh, always just, a plus. Just growing, <laughs> growing the brand, you know, trying to get the word out about South Florida business and wealth and, uh, you know, uh, trying to lie with good partners like you. Well, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Um, what, what, I'm looking at the cover of the most recent issue, uh, a kind of nice piece of art here. Who, who did this artwork? That's uh, Frank Papandre, and he's an artist on our staff. And 
We're talking about a story in the Cuban embargo springing a leak, and so the, the cover actually shows a depiction. It's a, like a line drawing, black Take and a pic- white. Picture this. We put it on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, so the the premise of it is that embargo is uh, Obama is getting ready to try and get rid of the embargo. He's first. sitting on a boat yeah. in the middle of a water with a leak in it and yeah. a shark in the background. Yeah, there's the piece of dove, so that's the positive, I guess, and then mm-hmm. there's the sharks, which uh, I interpret, you know, anybody can interpret the way they want, but I think that's Congress ready to take a bite out of him, myself. So, you know, and this is, I think this is a huge story for the cigar industry. Um, you have a lot of brands in Cuba that are still there, and then a lot of people who brought those brands to the states and created those brands here. So they, I think there's potentially a lot of legal implication. If we try and uh, end the embargo, are there going to be any repatriations for all these people who lost their cigar even, farms is that and things even like possible? that? You know, I'm not hearing it, but there's some people talking in the article about you know the legal system there. A do you want to be partners with the Castro regime? Are those good, reliable partners to do business with? I mean, the Army owns a lot of the businesses yes. there, so they really control a lot. Uh, the other thing is just how small the, the Cuban uh, economy is. You know, it's probably about the size of Miami-Dade's economy. Wow. It's not very big. Wow. Um, you know, what, what's the sentiment that you get as far as the Cuban you know, people here in South Florida, I mean, they're not too thrilled about this at all. I think it's uh, very generational. If you, uh, your family went through the pain of having to flee Cuba and start over again and you've lost everything you built, I think uh, you're still going to be very bitter and very upset, uh, although there may be some exceptions. It seems like the younger generation is a little more willing to say, you know what, uh, Let's the move embargo on. hasn't worked Maybe if we, you know, normalize relationships, we can help the population create change there. Some people, I mean, that, that's the problem. They, they, they you know, they, they can't get past reparations because I'm a, a believer that if we can normalize relationships and at least get a better economy there, you know, that the country as a whole will benefit. I mean, jobs, people making more money. But, you know, I, a lot, I think a lot of the population is hung up on, you know, how do we get past what's happened? It's a it's a very strange economy there. I, I saw a couple of documentaries, and if you're a doctor there, you're barely getting by. But wow. if you're good in with the Communist Party officials, and you're a bartender at a bar frequented by tourists, and you get tipped in dollars, you can have a beautiful lifestyle there. So it's a it's a very weird economy in terms of the distribution of income. Wow, amazing, um, Kevin. We heard there was some land approved for a new baseball stadium, you know, and you seem to be in touch with what's going on in here in South Florida. Is that true? Um, a baseball stadium? I haven't heard anything about. Soccer stadium seems to be the hot one. Yeah, and, the David uh, Beckham soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is that for... They uh, just built the Marlins stadium like two years ago. Where, where are they going to... Three years ago, where are they putting another where stadium? Did you, where did you hear that? West Palm? Yeah. No, they're putting it at Hypoluxo and... Uh, Hypoluxo and... Four, is it spring training stadium? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's going to be okay. shared by the Astros and um, one of those other National League teams. The Nationals and the the Nationals and the Astros are involved for this, okay. and they're prob- they're trying to get the whole. Basically, the big problem is they're having is the city has to transfer ownership of that to the Astros and the Nationals, who are going to build out this massive complex on 45th Street between Hypoluxo and Military. But in doing so, the city is going to then have to 
give back some area of land downtown, and that's what the big hang-up is being back and forth. Got it. These, these things always get very complicated. I mean, you saw what happened in Miami politically over the, the Marlin Stadium. Yeah. So, I mean, on one hand, you know, spring training has a long history down here, so mm-hmm. it would be nice to, um, to keep spring training here. Well, get it more uh, centered down from, like, it's all just north. I mean, the furthest thing south yeah. is Jupiter, unless you go to the west coast, and it's all on, Well, yeah, you know, spring Fort training got to go all the way up to Port St. Lucie. Well, you got to go to, no, you got to go to Jupiter. 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 Yeah, Jupiter. Yeah, I think we used to have, uh, what, the Yankees and I think the Orioles down in Fort Lauderdale at different mm-hmm. times. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see that. But I think the public is very uh, concerned about giving away the store these days to team owners. And especially, you know, the Marlins said they weren't profitable. And then uh, I think it was Deadspin or somebody leaked records that indicated they actually were profitable when they were, were said they weren't trying to get money for the stadium. Of course. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get something for nothing. It doesn't um, help when you try not to put a good product out. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> well, hopefully this year will be a little better. They've done some good signings. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely uh, true. What, what's with the soccer stadium? Uh, they, I, they, I, there's no uh, a major... Uh, league Football. soccer team here in Florida, is there? Uh, David Beckham's trying to start one, though. Yeah. yeah, he's run into a lot of resistance, and we had a uh, story about that in one of our earlier issues. Yes. And um, I think they really miscalculated, much like the Genning people did with the casino, thinking that, well, you know, we're big shot players. You know, of course you'll want Genning to build a casino, and this was during the depths of the recession, and provide jobs. That didn't go over. Uh, Beckham wanted to go in the port of Miami. He didn't really tell the people at the port, didn't really tell Royal Caribbean. So there was a lot of people got blindsided. And, uh, you know, I, I think... Is South, that deal dead? Uh, they're still looking around, but, you know, I've seen headlines that it's dead. I know some of the other cities in South Florida have been trying to put together deals, but I'm not hearing a peep about it lately. Is Major League Soccer even still... Yes. I mean, I, I, Especially with the it's way... It's not even televised, is it? Yeah. Yes. They, they actually have a contract with NBC. Oh, yeah. It's on well, TV no, as I'm looking that, at that, it. That's, EP, that's, EP, that's, uh, that's English Do you know Premier what League. the highest paying athlete is in, in the world? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Soccer player. Who? Do you know um, Cristiano Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. Yeah, he's Highest got. Uh, he's he's in probably going to make just under a billion this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Playing soccer and advert ads and everything else. Oh, soccer. wait, hold on. Soccer not a real out, sport. Hold on, hold on, Tim. Out. I, I want to make sure you're accurate in your statement. Is he is the highest-grossing revenue player or highest-paid player? Yeah. What's his salary from playing soccer? Because there's a difference. I mean, Michael Jordan made more money than ever, but you know, more, he didn't make money playing basketball. Well, I mean, obvi- the other thing that Jordan did that was unlike anybody else is once if he, he got, in, got it proven that his name was doing better for you as a company, he got to sit on your board. Wow. So they, that was in every one of his contracts that he negotiated. So he basically sits on the board for Nike. He's on the board for Gatorade. Haynes, he sits on the board for Haynes. And all those, a lot of these other smaller companies, when they were first coming up, they're like, we'll just let you sit on the board here because we just want your brand. Right, right. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo the world's highest paid athlete, 2014. Yeah, he makes 17 million euro. Total earnings, 80 million dollars. Salary and winnings, 52 million, and his endorsements are 28 million. Well, it says he makes 17 million euro. A That's year. probably just his salary. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. His salary. Nobody in, nobody in professional sports makes more than Well, what's 17 million euro in dollars? Uh, that's going to be like 22? close to 40. Oh, is it that much? Yeah, because 
Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. That's he, he probably gets paid a few million just to take off his shirt and model for. Probably. Things. Twenty-eight million dollars <laughs> in endorsements just for the year. Yeah, So, Kevin, you know who? Inaugural year, six issues. What was one of the most interesting interviews you've had for the magazine so far? Um, I would say probably uh, George Perez, uh, yeah. head of related, the largest condo builder down here. Um, and it wasn't just all about George and his many accomplishments, but it was about sort of where we're at as a region, you know, how far have we come. I had interviewed George uh, about 10 years earlier, and he predicted we would, you know, start to have the string of ur- uh, urban villages along the coast. And you th- see things like the emergence of uh, Delray Beach, the Renaissance, and yeah. West Palm Beach. You know, who would, who would have predicted, like, Midtown and uh, the design right. district getting hot 10 years ago? True. Yeah. So right. we got a ways to go. I th- you know, mass transit is a huge issue with uh, a lot of people here. And I know some people in Martin County are concerned about the high-speed rail the train. Board, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not getting any of the benefit right away if the train's not stopping there and they're going to have trains coming through. But I think most of the people in the business community really like the idea of, you know, better connecting our cities down here, making it a more cohesive area. And frankly, uh, my current definition of hell is trying to get from the Dolphin Expressway to I-95 during rush hour. I could crawl on my hands and knees faster and I could drive. Does that rail look like it's going to happen? It's still moving ahead, yeah. They're uh, breaking ground uh, in Miami. Uh, The other day they closed the crossing in Fort Lauderdale. So they are in, uh, indeed moving ahead. The, the big question is, can we get funding to put tri-rail commuter trains on that corridor, which means it wouldn't be just Miami, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale you could go to, but Orlando, all the... Go all the way city, north, yeah. Orlando. Yeah, and all the little cities, you know, like Delray Beach is not that little of a city, but hey, it'd be sort of cool to be able to go from uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale to Delray for dinner and come back and, you know drink as much as you want and not it, worry about driving. It is kind of mm-hmm. cool, without a doubt. So, Kevin, um, anybody interesting coming up uh, that you're looking forward to interviewing? Yeah, we have, uh, uh, believe it or not, a uh, Q&A with Donald Trump. Really? So that's going to be in the next issue. And uh, that's about his uh, holdings in South Florida. He's uh, he's done a lot down here. He's put an incredible amount of money into Doral. He has a couple of golf courses uh, up He just north. had us, they, they did something for Doral and his Celebrity Apprentice recently. One of the, one of the projects was uh, a pitch of his new Doral resort down here. Yeah, I had uh, the pleasure of being at a uh, kickoff for the opening of the red, reopening of the red course in Doral. And uh, all the Miss Universe contestants were there. Oh, well, of course. That, that was an amazing story. Of course. <laughs> the struggles of your job. Yeah, it was a tough day. Well, listen, if listeners want to check out and learn more about your magazine, South Florida Business and Wealth, what's the website, Kevin? SFBWMag.com. SFBWMag.com. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on the show. We'll have you again sometime. Give us a little more updates on what's going uh, on. Always a pleasure and look forward to going to the Great Smoke. We'll see you in a few weeks. Appreciate it. Kevin Gill, Editor-in-Chief, South Florida Business and Wealth. Check out their website, SFBWMag.com. Up ahead in our next segment, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. 
Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited production. Unlimited enjoyment. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back for our final segment of Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I, I just love all the cigar, no, excuse me, all the 
dog survival instructions Emily's giving you during the break. I mean, I know it's very hard watching a dog and a very no. complicated she's, procedure. She's very, she's all these little is, details I keep getting while you know, listen, the break. I was trying, baby. He, he, he eats in the morning, he eats in the afternoon, and he eats in the evening. Please don't forget to feed you. Know. No, he, you didn't listen well. He only eats in the morning and, and at night. Uh, but I was trying to explain to him that when he eats, five minutes later, he will go to the bathroom. So it's good to know that. So if, he, I, if Adam's me, not paying attention, well, listen, the dog will have to go. Me personally, I would have left that as a surprise. No, you know, I'd like to Adam. tell him. The good news is I don't have a lot of carpet in my house, so <laughs> I just I know my dog's up. like daily schedule down to like the minute breakdown. I yes. can tell you immediately what's you know, going to happen as it happens. You know his bowel movements to the minute. Yes. Okay. You know Duncan's bowel movements to the minute too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, up ahead, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum this week, courtesy of. Uh, Asylum uh, and Iconic Cigars. Anything I, good? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, obviously. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. The, the Walmart. Uh, this is what's going on in the world today. I mean, I, I, I don't we think. We can't ignore is, it. I don't think this is insane asylum material. I think this is just beyond that, whatever. It is, but that's is what I was going that. with it. It's yeah. Just, it's, it's, yeah, ISIS feel complica- compilation spread online in the wake of Jordan's pilot. And, you know, I think most people know what's going on. In response to the brutal publicized murder of Lieutenant Moaz El Kasbeh, a Jordanian pilot at the hands of the terrorist group ISIS, videos of ISIS members accidentally blowing themselves up are starting to make their way around the Internet. In the, oh, I didn't even hear about this. They were blowing themselves up on accident. Yeah, huh. ISIS is. Yeah, you know we we, we were talking about that's going to encourage encourage morale. Well, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, we were talking about this today. I mean, look, war's been going on since you know, beginning of time, and you know, there's one thing about war and, and death happens and executions happen, unfortunately, but what happens to a human being? What hap- What in your lifetime happened to you? That you could willingly see a man burning alive, that this is acceptable. Oh, you know, I mean, sickening. A, you know, a death squad. You know, f- by f- you, want, you, you know, come on, on, John. You want to say something? I saw you walking over. I mean, you want a death by fire squad or a hanging? That's one thing. But what what, what happened to these people that this becomes something that they could do? To me, it's it's a bit of a, an extreme version of what we have here in the United States is the, the Ku Klux Klan. It's ingrained in them. It's from the time that they're young. It's it's part of their culture. It's it's been passed down and passed down and passed down. It's just so ingrained in what they the do. The clan is gone. I mean, eventually people evolve. I mean, I mean, no one's getting burned at the stage. Right. And but you but the, you're comparing a civilized country, quote unquote, America, to a place that really is still a third world country and and don't really abide by a lot of the same moral views that we have here. I mean, it's, it's two different worlds to me. Yeah, so I guess in these videos that are viral and online now, one fighter blows himself up with his rocket launcher backfires. Right. I haven't seen that. Ugh. And another one accidentally shoots a comrade with a machine gun. A third pulverizes an entire room when he mistakenly detonates a bomb during a group photograph. Ugh. Well, you know what's happening is they're basically... Offering anyone like I think it's a thousand dollars a month, which for them is like yeah, you know, they don't money. earn that in a year. 
to just join the military. Right. So these guys with no combat skills, no military training. Yeah, just joining. They're giving them guns and grenades and weapons and come join our military. Mm-hmm. And that's why their numbers are growing so fiercely. And, and also, too, you think about the place they live. It's it's awful. The conditions are terrible. And if you promise these people, you know, hey, in the afterlife, if you do this for us, you're going to have, you know, millions of virgins. Everything's going to be great in the afterlife. That's something to look forward to. Whereas in, if you're living, you're eating and drinking awful water and drinking t- and eating terrible food, that there is something better out there. And, and I think that's the way they just hammered into them. Well, I tell you, um, big props to King Abdullah II. I mean, he's been all over Facebook and all over the news uh, for really uh, putting up a stance and, and, and standing up against these guys. Um, when he was actually chosen, I mean, his father was a great leader, mm-hmm. a well-respected leader worldwide. And um, when he was chosen, there was a lot of uh, you know quips about him being chosen. A lot of people actually wanted the current one of the current Queen's sons right. to be president. But um, he has. He was... Uh, he has a huge military background. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a uh, secret ops, you know, le- oh, yeah, general leader. I mean, he, he worked for, like, I think six years or nine years in, in the military division. So um, here's a guy who is not afraid of war, not afraid of standing his ground. And for a country that really is one of the oil, non-oil-producing Arab countries, right. you know, to, to be caught in a fight like this, it's, it's something else. But, um, you know, it, it's a shame that uh, the rest of the world isn't standing up. I, I don't know why they just don't go... And literally just obliterate the the whole area. I mean, look, this is beyond what these people are doing is just crazy and just yeah. taking over Syria and Iraq now. And can't we like go and contaminate like contaminate their water with something and well, like the, just the, like the, the, die? The, the, like, I'm just saying because yeah. they're, yeah. they're underground and bunkers and things, and it's like you can't just go in and right. Uh, well, part, part of the problem is that that's the problem because of their bunkers and underground. Yeah. They have to send ground troops, and no one really wants to send their ground troops. In. No. I think that's what I think the UN should get together. Every country should dedicate. By the UN, you mean the United States? Well, no. That's, that's I who think, controls the I, UN. I, you know, this is this is a world problem. These people are going to be a world problem. It's not going to be a local problem eventually at the rate they're but going. We gotta, we gotta These guys get have them money. They're growing. They've taken they're over growing. oil fields. They're selling oil black market. They're extremely well funded. They're obviously out of their minds. The world should get together, send a bunch of troops in, and just level it. I'm not talking about rebuilding it. I'm talking about scorched the earth. They should just publicly say anybody in the area doesn't want to be near. Leave. you got 30 days. Get out. Dude, that's Go wait. to a different country. So you think that the, the militants there are going to let whoever out of the country? What do you do? Try. It's called war. I mean, what do you do? You need to level this stuff. You need to not leave a tree standing. And then don't even go in and rebuild it. You need to call it, hey, here's your new desert. You know, and just scorch the earth. The one consistent thing throughout time has been war. And no matter what you do... This is not war. ...to try to combat it... This is the problem, though. This is not war. This is the war on terror. Yeah, I mean, this is not your normal war. I mean, this is... We're never going to fight normal, like, World War II wars where it's it's face-to-face fighting anymore. I think, you know, like you said, it's going to be drone stuff and it's going to be... But to me, the answer is not leveling the entire place. Because, one, you're going to kill way too many innocent people. But how many more innocent yeah, people I mean, are going to Yeah, how many innocent people keep, are going to die anyway? You, you know, know what's going on in Syria and Iraq right now? I mean, it's, it's just insane. At some point, yeah. it's a casualty it's, no, of it, war. It's a valid, very valid point. And that's the point. Well, okay. definitely that whole group, that whole organization, that whole country definitely yeah. belongs beyond a cigar. Yeah, and sorry to end it on such a... <laughs> yeah. Donuts. Way to take it to negative town. Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. Uh, in two weeks, remember, folks, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Great Smoke. So get there early, 10 o'clock. 
We'll have plenty of room, plenty of seating before uh, the admission. You can watch our show live as we interview all the industry greats. And um, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, they're selling fast. Check them out at www.thegreatsmoke. Uh, in my traditional closing, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. Take my big cigar. My cigar.